It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome to our live feed update for October 17th. I'm your host, Trent Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 76 in the house, and we had a veto ceremony, a big blindside, as you can see if you're watching the video <laughs> version of this, um, and uh, some drama and some, some talking. So we're going to talk through all of that. Here today and with me to talk through it all, Chantal. How are you doing, Chantal? I'm doing really well, and I'm actually like I've been revitalized into the season. Like things are moving again, and it's like we had this lull, and it's kind of like like just a blip. Like that lull, it's gone, and like we're back in. And so I'm excited to talk about how things have shifted in this game. Mm. So here we are, of course, Jag the Invisible, but not really inv- just entirely visible. H-O-H. Um, and he nominated Blue and Felicia for eviction. But Blue won one of the two vetoes. He won the other one. Uh, and so he had to pivot and put Corey and America on the block. That was the plan coming into day 76. And uh, there really wasn't much that happened before the veto. Uh, so, you know, that's what happened it's, uh, at the veto ceremony. Corey and America went up on the block. And um, there was apparently some drama, some fighting, some arguments. uh, But by the time the feeds came back up, they were over. um, And we were just getting people retelling parts of what was happening in the arguments that America got into it with Blue and maybe some other people. uh, But, uh, you know, we're going to have to wait until the very condensed version of it on the uh, on the episode. Do you think that they're actually going to show us the fight? I feel like they might be just going to leave it out, you know? Uh, we'll see. We'll see like uh, 30 <laughs> seconds of it. <laughs> I want to see the whole thing. The whole thing. Um, just because like the, the for the most part, Corey and America were just kind of schmoopy in the bed, crying in the bed. So I want to see like the energized reaction to this. So hopefully they don't leave it on the cutting room floor and they allow us to see a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, so the feeds came back. Corey and America are on the block. Um, America is fully in bed under the covers. Um, and uh, Jag, Matt, and Blue are upstairs in the have-not room, uh, hiding away uh, and hyping themselves up about, uh, well, yeah, that we did a good job. That was, that was yeah, I can't believe they came after us like that. They're definitely in the wrong. Yeah. And I think like I understand why they're because they've had so much power and they've hadn't had to really strategize. And like so they've had these alliances with Corey and America and they've turned on them. But like they feel like they can do no wrong because they've just always had some power. They haven't really had to. Well, other than being evicted, but they haven't really had to see the repercussions of their actions. And so I get it. Like they're just kind of skewed with like how people are going to react to people making moves. But it, it's it's kind of hilarious that like they did. It's, it's, it's almost like they didn't expect them to have a reaction. Of course, they're going to reaction, have a reaction. Like, obviously, this is what makes Big Brother so interesting. These are the people that have been in power, untouchable for over a month. Um, and they've been playing everyone, lying to everyone, betraying multiple friends and allies. Uh, and the second that somebody finally is like, off, 
<laughs> They're like, They're like oh, oh, how dare you? How dare you? We have done nothing wrong. You, you brought this on yourself. I can't believe you would dare. Making things so uncomfortable. Oh. But like, it's, it's like exactly that. And it's so like real life (laughs) in real life. It's so real life, but like they, it's, it's interesting that like they don't, they can't understand why they would have a reaction. This is a reaction. Like, I don't even think they're, well, we didn't see the fight, but like, I don't even think the reaction after they came back from the, like the feats came back. Like, I don't even think that it was overblown. Like I've seen a lot worse reactions for a lot less. Like this is, terrible for them and like they know one of them is going home and they have no chance of saving both of them and that really sucks and the fact that they can't see that they they think it's like blasphemy how dare they is (laughs) is hilarious uh in the meantime Corey uh is i guess out of the diary wherever he was he comes back to the bed where america is under the covers she's been crying um he's uh he gets under the covers he says what do you want to do? And she says, die. And then the feed's gone. <laughs> now, what, I don't know what's worse. Um, America and Corey kissing when they're happy and We're in a even. new relationship or, or sad, schmoopy, like it's like crying. You just tears, know tears snotty. are in the, you're tasting tears <laughs> on the kiss. Tears, like, yeah. Kissy, kissy, sad. Like, like, I don't know what's worse. Um, Corey leaves again. Suri comes by, uh, and Suri's actually like one of the first people over there from when the feeds come back. Uh, and she's, of course, doing her Suri thing, being very comforting, hugging uh, America. She's America asks, like, when did you know? Suri says, I was told late last night. Um, but obviously I didn't know for sure until it happened. Like people lie all the time in this house. Um, but you know, obviously I'm glad it's not me, but I'm so sorry about, about this, uh, everything. And she hugs her and it's all, uh, nice. And she says, yeah, they all knew everyone knew. Um, and she's like, okay, thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just, just getting those seeds in first. Mm-hmm. like why people have don't realize that like hey like one of these two are going to be staying and most likely it's going to be america let's maybe soften the blow a little bit and like put, go, go to work and sorry instinctually just automatically goes up and does this for america america and i think it's going to be really helpful because well hopefully we'll get like america on like a rank a rampage and like just coming back winning competitions and taking out our enemies and and sari won't be one of her enemies and so that could be a really fun scenario mm-hmm. uh Corey's gonna talk to bowie he that's where he left he went to go talk to bowie he's uh this has been the big thing. He has completely misjudged Bowie, completely read her wrong, and he's going to go and talk to her. I'm confused, Bowie. Like, what's going From what it sounds like from the arguments, um, it seems like they thought that I was coming after them, but that wasn't the case. Um, and so I'm just confused about, like, what was said. Uh, it, may, it sounds like America might have said something to Blue. Like, do you know? And, and Bowie, Bowie's like, um, I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh, he's like, did you know, did you like, when did you find out? She says, oh, I had an inkling last night that it might be you. I didn't know it'd be both you and America though. So, huh? I don't know. Um, and you think alarm says, bells were going to be going off with like, Oh, I had an inkling and I thought it'd be you. And I said, zip. You'd think alarm bells would be going off at this point, but they, ha- they are not yet. <laughs> Stormant. Corey says, well, from my perspective, it's the Jedi that are evil. But uh, also, he was look, always looking at the three of them, him, America, and Bowie, as his final three. Um, and he always told the most amount of information to Bowie after, yeah, obviously, America. Um, and uh, she's basically like, well, that's kind of news to me. Because uh, I never felt like we had a final three. It felt like you maybe alluded to it a couple times. 
Uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to like do anything official. But I always saw it as like once we got to the final five, I was always going to take a shot at Matt and Jag. And then my ideal final three was you in America. Um, and uh, and she's like, OK, yeah, I also feel like like what did you tell me that was confidential? Because I feel like we don't talk much. <laughs> It's just like, I, why do you think that he has such a skewed understanding of their relationship? Like if he hasn't made it clear that they're that they're in a final three, they haven't named it, obviously. Like they, they, she, he doesn't offer up any information. They don't do any strategizing. Is it just kind of like the camera effect? It's like when I decide something in my mind, it means that it's true. Like I just don't get, they don't have the relationship that he's alluding to. The, I mean, this is the thing. He... When when talking to Suri about this later, he refers to his relationship with Bowie, and he's he's done this multiple times. He always goes all the way back to the red vote. Uh, he's like, yeah, well, you know, the thing is that on the red vote, we were like, she told me that I was the only one that was honest with her. Uh, so like, like we've had this relationship <laughs> ever since. And yeah, the red vote was like what day thirty something like. Dude, there's been more days since the red vote than before the red vote. What do you mean? This is like your your evidence that you have Bowie as she says to you. Oh, you you're saying that you wanted to go final three with her. You're saying that you wanted to target Matt and Jagged final. You never said any of that to her. You never brought her into an alliance. You never told her any of your plans. You never talked to her about any of these things. Like, how do you think you still had her? Other people got in uh just because you were there first doesn't mean you have dibs on bowie <laughs> other people got there too and just actually gave her more uh so you lost her a long time ago and you never saw it because you didn't talk to her yeah i mean i guess he hasn't really been building any like the relationships that he thinks that he's been building since him and america got a little bit closer because like it's like he doesn't see past his little bubble, um, like all of the relationships that he thinks that he has, he doesn't have any of them. And he really, he lost his entire positioning in the game. Like he was pretty situated pretty well. And he just, his mind just got all skewed. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I maintain this. I think that Corey's biggest mistake in the game has been how he handled Bowie, thinking that he had Bowie telling other people multiple times throughout the game. I have Bowie when he didn't even have Bowie. Uh, the fact that he loses Bowie and then is still relying on her to be the thing that prevents Matt and Jag from targeting him, be the reason why he trusts Matt and Jag wouldn't target him because he still thinks he's got Bowie. Bowie should have been the barometer that exposed the fact that he doesn't have Matt and Jag anymore. The second Bowie turns on Corey, he should have been talking to her enough. He should have had the relationship with her to realize Bowie's acting differently with me now. You know, this is, I have a different, the, the nature of my relationship with Bowie has changed. What's going on? Talking to Bowie about it, figuring out maybe that somebody's gotten into her ear, that something has changed. And if he had found out weeks ago that Matt and Jag had turned Bowie against him, he could have been playing for weeks entirely differently. But instead, he just continued to assume that he had Bowie. Poor, poor thing. I think it's his youth. I think if he came back and played a second time, he will rectify all of his errors here um, and he will be more focused on the game because he's definitely has been distracted, in my opinion. And uh, I, I really do wish because we had a lot of hope, high hopes for Corey at the very beginning of the game. Like he really did seem to to know how to navigate the game quite well. And then it just kind of it kind of stopped at around day 42 or whatever. No, it was a little before that. Oh, um, you know, I don't know which days are, but, but you know what I mean. Jag and Matt are going to talk. Uh, Jag wants to get the five of them himself, Matt, uh, Blue, uh, Corey, and America all into a room so that they can talk it all out. It's too awkward. They just he just wants it all out there, hashed out. Basically, he wants Blue to give them all the reasons so they can fight blue and then he can be like see this is we're good right okay don't be mad at me it's what blue said um and that's when america who has been crying under the covers uh needs to get up to go to the bathroom <laughs> they're in the bathroom so she goes to the bathroom 
She comes out. She's washing her hands. And uh, Jag says, so when, when do you want to talk some more? And she says, literally f- off. And then walks away. <laughs> and Jag's like, ooh, I guess, I guess f- off then. Oh, man. Have they ne- has he never had anybody react to something that he's done? Like, it's like, uh, of course she's going to be like half off. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything less. I'm happy that she said it. Like, it was, I was like, oh, there's fiery America. Let's give it. <laughs> and his reaction to this is to immediately go upstairs uh, and, uh, and confront Corey, who's talking to Bowie. And he says, Corey, I would like the five of us to get together to have a conversation. But if America's going to tell me to f- off, then, you know, I'm not going to take that kind of disrespect. Um, <laughs> and Corey's like, I, did she say that? Is that, are you saying she said that? Like, I'm sorry, I guess. Uh, but it might be best to give America some space. You might need some time. Uh, like. I, I, I don't know what you want from me. Uh, like, this is, this is gross. Don't, don't go to, Corey is not her keeper. Like, uh, Corey is not in you control, control of America. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, uh, like, don't go to Corey being like tattling that America told you to f- off and you're not going to take that kind of disrespect. Uh, so, like, the implication there is like, get her in line. Um, and it's a little more than an, an impl- than an implication, as he will later punish Corey for not doing so, and then complain about Corey for not doing so later in the night. Um, so, uh, like, listen, Jag, this, you know, uh, the bad boy look on you is not good. <laughs> well, also, like him making moves, <laughs> he doesn't know how to handle making a move. Um, and even if it, maybe it's because it's a good move. Maybe this is why he's fumbling so much because like he's, he's pretty confident in making bad moves. And so maybe because he made a good move, this is why he's not able to handle America and his reaction, her reaction. Um, so, uh, Corey goes downstairs. He does ask because Corey wants to talk. He's like, I, I, I want to, t- I want to figure out what exactly was said. I would love to like have a conversation. You just, you know, backstabbed me. I'd love to know why. Um, and so he goes to America. He's like, so they want to talk to you. Do you want to talk? She says, no. Uh, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and he goes back upstairs where Matt, Jag, and Blue are all patiently waiting in the have not room. Um, and he comes in and he's like, sorry, guys. I, I should have checked with America first. She doesn't want to talk. Um, but I'm here to talk. So uh, we, can, we can have the conversation. And uh, Jag says, nope. What, what do you mean? Uh, nope. Uh, we're not going to have this conversation uh, if, if you can't get America here. Um, it's like, I mean, I like, listen, I'm here to talk. Like, I would love to hear you out and like hash this out. Nope. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, uh, I don't have this that. We're not going to have this conversation. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> um, or he's like, I, I mean, should we do you want to do like one on ones? Like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Talking without my friends here. <laughs> no, um, that's how we got into this mess in the first place. Everyone needs to be present. Uh, if you can't get America here, then we're not going to have this conversation. Um, and Corey's like, uh, it's all right. I mean, I guess I'll talk at you then. Like, uh, I just. <laughs> Like, I don't want things to be awkward. Like, I still like you guys. I want to be able to hang out. I don't really understand what the justification for this move is, but it's cool. I'm fine. Just, you know, uh, from my perspective, like, uh, we're, we're all good. It's, uh, you know, it sucks, obviously, but, you know, I, it's, I guess we'll talk at some point. Uh, and they're like, okay. <laughs> did they forget also that both america and Corey will be on the jury like unless they're sitting beside each other matt and jag like i i it's it's really possible that they could people could be bitter about this particular move if you don't kind of caress it and like make them feel better about you you stabbing them in the back 
itself. Yeah, I mean, this is a classic example of terrible jury management where it probably won't matter because A, it's Corey, and B, they're winning all the comps anyway. Um, so, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, if you're, if you're like a future player, don't act this way, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but, uh, but unfortunately, the yeah, nature of how this yeah, game right. works, gonna, as long yeah. as you win seven competitions, you're, you're fine anyway. Um, Sucks. <laughs> so, uh, Corey says, well, Matt, can I talk to you? And of course, Matt, who is not bad at the game, uh, is like, sure. <laughs> uh, Corey says, so what's, what's going on? Like, is it something America said? Because the first thing she said to me after this happened was, I'm sorry. Uh, which implies to me that maybe she said something to Blue. That seems to be what happened in the argument that they were talking about that. Matt says, yeah, it seems like it really wasn't something you did. It's something she did, and you're kind of being punished for it. Um, and uh, he's like, okay, well, uh, like, am I the target, or is it, like, still up in the air? Like, you can tell me. Uh, and Matt's like, oh, he's still up in the air. And so Corey's like, okay, so I'm the target. Um, <laughs> Corey explains what he was going to do. He was going to stick to the five, and then he was going to take the shot. He felt like that was fine because he can win those mental comps in the end, and he would would have been able to have a shot at HOH or Vito at five. Um, and uh, and then even if, if he survives that, HOH or Vito at four, he would have been happy with that uh, setup. Um, he doesn't know what America was saying, but uh, you know that was his that was his plan. That was what he was going to do. Um, and uh, and Matt's like, okay, yeah, that sure. Um, and they you know they keep talking it through. Matt keeps blaming America for it. Corey says a lot about like this is weird. I'm obviously campaigning to stay, um, but I and he's going to repeat this throughout the day. I care more about America than I do about this game. Um, you know, I'm not here to throw America under the bus, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't blame America for talking to blue. Um, like I'm not trying to pin this on her. Uh, I'm just trying to make my own case for why I should stay. And he tells Matt that like, he's not exactly sure what he's going to say yet, who he's going to say he's going after, but, um, he's, he's going to have one story and he's going to stick to it. Um, and so, uh, that's, that's the gist of it. Is there anything that he could do to actually get himself to stay? Like, it's, he's unable to have a conversation without America being there. And so, and one-on-ones only with Matt, it seems. Like, is there something that Corey can do to be able to stay in the game? Or is it just like a done deal, do you think? Well, so I, I've been saying, I think for Matt and Jag, it makes some sense to say we want to keep Corey because America is a lot less likely to be targeted by Suri, right. Alicia, and even Blue to some degree. Blue is a lot more likely to target Corey next week than she is America, even though she is still somewhat likely to target America. Um, because, you know, A, Corey doesn't have as good a relationship with Blue, and B, uh, he's more of a threat. In their eyes, he's somebody that they still have to get out before the final two, whereas America is somebody that Suri or Felicia or even Blue could happily take to the final two and win. Um, Corey is somebody that they can't really take to the final two and win because of the perception. And so uh, leaving Corey in the game is just another roadblock in the way of uh, other people. And more roadblocks means it's more difficult to take the shot at them. Um, it's why Corey should have kept Mimi uh, two weeks ago. Um, so. Uh, so there's a good argument for that. Um, and there's also the argument that they're, the, the thing they're worried about is that not only will Blue, Suri, and Felicia not target America, but they could team up with America and all go after them next week. Uh, whereas, you know, that's a little more difficult with Corey. Um, so, uh, so there's reason for them to maybe turn uh, this vote around and they have the power to do so. If they say we want Corey to stay and they tell Suri, they tell Bowie, they tell Blue, um, they'll probably get their way. Uh, it's not really worth it to defy Jag and Matt just right. to keep, you know, America. America. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that would be my play. I think that this vote is a lot less likely to flip if you don't have Jag and Matt. And I think there's a good argument to Jag and Matt. It's not really the pitch Corey is going for, though, uh, as we'll find out soon. Um, so, uh, so we'll talk through Corey's uh, pitch uh, in just a second, but that that would be, that would be my pitch. I think that's the his most likely chance to stay. 
Yeah, I, 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 I want him to come up with this, you know, like, I, like I, I feel as though he did get kind of like America did talk and like it did kind of put them in this position, you know, and like the fact that he's more of a threat, he's likely going to go out before her. And so I want to see him fight, but like, I don't think he'll come up with it because of the fact that he doesn't want to go against America. He doesn't want to, uh, you know, just to he doesn't want to go against her like that's pretty much it um and he he still wants to play the game and but he said like she's not it's not worth um ruining her his relationship with with america for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. i'm like it's not <laughs> what do you mean like you can fix a relationship like she will understand if you win the game like at the end like anyways <laughs> yeah i mean i think i think that like there's a path that he, where he could say I had nothing to do with what, and, and he's close to it. He said, I have nothing to do with what America was talking to Blue about. Like, um, like, listen, I'm not going to lie. America has been trying to tell me that, like, we need to do something about you guys. I've been saying no. I've been saying we need to get to the five. Uh, clearly, she was annoyed about that. She went to Blue behind my back uh, to try to get Blue to take the shot because she knew I wouldn't. Um, and I completely understand why you did this. Because you found out about that. Uh, and, I, and I get it. But like the thing is, I know that there's no path forward in this game without you two. And if I stay, I am firmly still on your side. There are still big threats to my game that are in the way. Um, and I know I can't get to the end without the help of you two. Uh, so I will firmly continue to be on your side. If you keep me around, I will be indebted to you uh, that you have forgiven me the sins of my girlfriend essentially <laughs> uh, and don't say it that way because you don't want to seem like a jerk but like that is the message of that pitch i think um instead what he's telling to matt is you'd never believe me if i told you i wasn't coming after you right <sighs> they would they were they're looking to they be absolutely would of their like sins here like they they are it's hurting so much the fact that like they made a move and that anybody is upset with them like they easily would be like oh okay like I, I was worried but like i'm so thank you so much for making me feel better about this like that's all they want why um so uh cory goes back to america um, and she's apologizing more. She says, this is my fault. I want you to stay. Um, and he says, don't say that. And then they start making out. <laughs> I never thought you were going to play like sounds of them kissing. No, I would never do that. <laughs> um, Corey goes to Suri and he tells her the whole story. He says, Matt and Jag, they told me the Jag was the HOH Friday morning. He goes, oh, really? <laughs> yes, I was in an alliance with them, with Bowie, um, and I'm conflicted about it, but I am campaigning for myself. And he, they talk a long time about like his, his conflicting emotions about this whole situation, so on and so forth. Uh, he says, here's what I'm doing. I'm going for you, Felicia, and Bowie's votes. Um, I'm confident. I'm very confident I can get Bowie. Like, why? Like, I've had a great relationship with Bowie since the red vote. Um, and, uh, so those are the, uh, those are the three votes he's going for. He's also going to talk to blue. Maybe blue could be a fourth vote. Um, and it's, again, it's just like, this is just all wrong. Like he will never get Bowie if Matt and Jag don't co-sign it. So if he really wanted an anti Matt and Jag contingent vote, it would have to be blue, Suri and Felicia. Um, and even that is just so Tough because why would they piss Matt and Jag off, who are both competing in the HOH next week and Bowie, uh, for the sake of Corey? It's not really, especially when like Amer they're still targeting America anyway. Like, uh, it's not really that worth it. Um, and so, and it's like, not like he he's been winning all these competitions, and this is just the one that he lost. It's like he hasn't really, he hasn't been a comp threat at all, and so it's kind of like. Hmm, the people that have been winning most of the competitions, uh, I'm going to stick with them because the chances are they're going to be winning more competitions where they could be, you know, annoyed that we went against them, put us up and take us out. So 
Sorry, Corey. Like the, the the thought that you're going to be amazing at these mental comps at the end is not enough for them to want to turn on the physical threats. Yeah, and like Corey has been outperforming Matt and Jag in mental competitions, but so has Felicia and Cherie <laughs> and America. Like, uh, like everybody's outperforming them in mental comps because they haven't performed particularly well in mental comps. The problem is that mental comps aren't really coming up, uh, but. Uh, like, it's not like, it's not like that's really, uh, the call here. Um, but, uh, but that's like the, the pitch is, is wrong. Bowie's never going to do it. It has to be the other three. Um, and even then it's a tough road because why would they stick their necks out? Um, but, uh, but this is what he's going for initially. Bowie, Suri and Felicia, uh, Suri says, I appreciate you talking to me, so on and so forth. Uh, great conversation. Corey comes out of this conversation feeling like he has Suri. Um, of course, Suri is then going to go immediately to Matt and tell her that Corey's campaigning and that, uh, Corey's got to go. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, 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 I appreciate Corey making an effort and I feel like when I'm watching him campaign and even to speak about the game, like he's trying to appear to be really confident and that like, you know, he's, he's not scared that he's going to be leaving. Um, and I think that also this like kind of fake confidence that he has about his position in the game is why he's being skewed a little bit, not being able to read Sari. Like he knows Sari is really good at this game and he's been wanting to get her out for a while and doesn't fully trust her. And once he eventually turned on her and like immediately just believes exactly like whatever she says and that she's on his, his side and he doesn't really have any evidence of that being true. She didn't even say that. Yeah. Sari's uh, probably the person he has the least. Uh, I mean, of the three he's going after, he has Bowie the least, Sari the second least. He hasn't even talked to Felicia yet, but he has Felicia more than he has Bowie or, or Sari. <laughs> um, so uh, Matt tells Sari that when Corey was talking to him, Corey was saying that he was going to say he's going after Sari and Felicia, uh, which is not what Corey said. Um, and uh, it, it might have been, uh, he might have been just trying to lie to Sari to get her to. Uh, go after Corey. She says it doesn't matter. I don't know. She doesn't believe this. Uh, Corey is more dangerous anyway. Matt agrees. Uh, he says, I'm just trying to get to, he, he says, Corey is just trying to make it enough weeks to get to those mental comps where he's going to win out. Uh, we can't let him do that. Um, and uh, she says, <laughs> you, I, what if though, Taryn, what if we're all wrong? You're completely wrong. And they go back to the mental comps being, you know, the, the defining uh, competitions. I would be extremely pleased and they will still have been wrong to expect it because there's no reason to expect it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, she wants to get into a room with uh, Matt and Jag together and just decide and make and just be done with it no back and forth this week matt says i agree um Corey's gonna go to blue and he makes a pitch to blue uh, it's very similar to the one he gave to Suri. he gives her the download about uh how he played in path to, oh sorry he also told Suri i played in path to power uh, she already knew um and uh he tells blue i played in path to power she already knew i'm pretty sure uh, and he says, uh, I've been working with Matt and Jag since the Izzy vote. Uh, we've been in a five person thing. Uh, if you keep me, I'll go after them. That's a simple pitch. Uh, Blue appreciates the conversation, says Jared always told her that he'd rather have somebody in the game that he knew was coming after her, like Corey, than somebody that he can't predict, like America. Um, of course, it's funny because when he was talking about this, he was actually talking about Corey as the unpredictable uh, element. But um, but Blue is receptive to the idea. Um, and uh, she's going to go and talk to Bowie. Uh, and she's like, hey, what do you think about the vote? Bowie's like, yeah, I'm not sure. They kind of go back and forth a little bit. Bowie immediately rats this out to Matt and Jag, who's like, hey, Blue's thinking about keeping Corey. They're like, no, no way would she actually keep Corey. Um, but uh, but Blue is thinking about it, um, and uh, and you know Corey's going to make a pitch to Felicia too. It's all the same pitch, um, and uh, you know Felicia then tells everybody about the pitch, and Blue's like, "Oh wow, I can't believe he's pitching that to you." And it's it's all just a mess, uh, but it doesn't really matter yet uh, because um, the real conversations are coming. Absolutely, um, I mean it's it's also wild to me the 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 thoughts about gameplay with 
of course people like you've seen how it's been waffling back and forth since the very beginning of the, the season like the boats were flipping back and forth and so the fact that she's entertaining the idea like it, it's it seems quite normal to just weigh out all your options it doesn't mean that you're actually going to be going one way or that you 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 completely you know flipped on them like it's like you're just weighing out your options it's, it's kind of annoying that like she can't she can't consider anything else without seeming like she's being a turncoat mm. um matt and jag discuss their real plan moving forward, which is that they want to pull Felicia in more, but they don't think that they can trust her with like actual information, but they want her to be loyal to them because they'd prefer a final uh, five with, uh, with Bowie, Suri and Felicia. Uh, they want America and blue out next. Um, that's the plan. Uh, and they're just trying to figure out the best way to make that plan happen. Um, and so that's what, uh, that's what they're discussing. Suri and Felicia talk about how Matt and Jag need to go. Uh, they need to make sure that Blue doesn't reconcile with them because it, they need Blue to go after them. Um, and they talk about what they would do if they won. They might go with like a backdoor. They might do like uh, Bowie and America and then backdoor one of them or just take out Bowie because at least taking a Bowie out uh, weakens one of them. But uh, obviously they kind of they go back and forth about like, should we just take the shot though? Because we need to take one of them out. Um, again at the end of the day it is tough there's three of them right now they're all capable of winning competitions you can only take out one then the other two are coming for you so uh it's it's tough but uh they're just discussing the best ways to go about it and i think for for me i think that putting them just put them both up because you don't want well i mean boy could maybe take one of them off and then you'd be could be screwed but i I think that they're just going to have to take the shot here because being too cutesy about it, I think they're just going to definitely lose out. Um, but I don't know if they're going to get the chance to, which is just also really frustrating. Like, and I think that they've also kind of come to terms with like, we might actually not get the power to be able to, to make these shots. And I, I'm obviously I'm hoping that they do. Um, you know, Flish has been close in the last, like a couple of competitions ago. So maybe we're going to get another Flisha HOH and she's going to put up Jag and Matt. And one of them is going to win the veto, keep the knobs the same and take out Jag. Um, and that, that would really obviously better their, their shots at getting to the end, but I just don't know if they're going to get the opportunity, which is also really, really frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, so Suri talks to blue as well, and they've both now realized that Bowie is, or at least blue has finally come around to the idea that Bowie is tight with Matt and Jag. Uh, that's what she learned from the Corey conversation was that like, turns out Bowie is a lot closer to Matt and Jag than I thought. And she's been pushing Bowie to Matt and Jag a lot. Uh, so they both agree, don't do that anymore. Don't talk about Bowie to Matt and Jag. That's a no-go. Bowie's got to go. America's got to go, according to Blue. But Blue says, I am also thinking about down the line, Matt and Jag will need to go too. Uh, we, can't, we can't beat them, says Suri. Uh, and Blue says, well, no, 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 no. Mental comps are coming. So we'll be able to beat them in those mental comps. Um, Suri says, well, we can't tell anybody about this. Blue says, absolutely not. I've been keeping this super close. Uh, and, um, they, you know, I talked to court, like, what do you think? Um, and, uh, and Suri's like, it's, it feels like a lost cause. And Blue says, yeah, but, you know, he has a point though. But, uh, yeah, we probably can't. Suri's like, what would we say to Matt and Jack? Like, yeah, 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 that's, that's right. Um, so, uh, blue says my honor code wants, does want me to, you know, keep Matt and Jag to make top five, but it's from that point, it's going to be hard. It's going to get hard, like hard. Uh, and so he's like, exactly. Um, so blue is definitely more aware than she has seemed in terms of like when she's talking to Felicia, she is still like, she's. In my eyes, she's a little conflicted. Um, she knows that Matt and Jag are tough to beat, but her quote-unquote honor code um, is uh, meaning mostly like she likes them, she hates America. She doesn't want to <laughs> keep America around. Blue has said from, from jump, for a while that she would hate if America made it further in the game than her. Um, and so going after Matt and Jag might be the right move, but 
it also opens her up to letting America go further than her, letting America get more money than her, uh, and so on and so forth. And so uh, I think that's part of what's holding her back here. And um, the fact that Jag just put you on the block and the only reason why you're still here in the game is because you won this veto. Like, forgot about that. I know that they were yeah. friends in the be- very beginning of the season and like they were really, really close. But like, that's definitely have changed. Like, he put you on the block. That should be, I would think that would trump her whatever animosity with America. But Well, yeah, her honor code means honor that code, the sorry. people who have been trying to take her out and lying <laughs> to her and manipulating her uh, they should stay until the final five. And the people that uh, were trying to warn her uh, throughout the game always wanted to work with her to their own detriment. Uh, they don't deserve it. Yeah, need to be punished, need to be taken out. Absolutely. Can't win more money than she did, can. Um, uh, and to be fair, America did rat Blue out that one time, but, uh, but that's because Blue said she wanted to go after her boyfriend. <laughs> um, were they boyfriend and girlfriend then? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Corey and America talk. They talk more about her wanting to leave. Uh, She says, I want you to win. He says, I don't want you to give up. She says, I don't want to give up either. Uh, That would be lame. Um, He tells her about Jag saying that uh, she was disrespectful and that he's not going to take that level of disrespect. And she's like, oh, if he thinks off is disrespectful, I'll show him disrespect. (laughs) Uh, and he's like, as your ally, I have to advise against this. No, no, as your as a fan, America, come on, show him real disrespect, please. Um, he thinks that uh, he's like, man, we screwed up. We should not have taken Mimi out. And I was like, thank you. She's like, why? Because Mimi was another person that they would have had to deal with. Someone else that would they would have had to go after. Uh, and they wouldn't have been as free to go after us. And it's like, exactly. That's exactly what I said weeks ago. <laughs> um, still made no sense that he went after Mimi. Uh, well, and it's like, it, it, you know, obviously now that he's seen the, what has happened, he's able to be like, oh, I guess I made a mistake there. But why wouldn't he have gone through these scenarios when he was taking people out? Like, the, the, you, I mean, I would be shuffling around every single scenario is like is this good for me like what would happen if this happened like I, that's all you have to do all day long is run scenarios i would have ran the scenario that like hey if we take out bb it's gonna put us in the firing line more soon and so it's yeah it's it's because he it's because he wasn't concerned about the matt and jag of it all uh he didn't know that they were against him he thought that he was still good because he trusted in bowie um it it, again it all goes back to bowie bowie is like the thing that tricks uh (laughs) cory um so uh jag matt and blue are going to continue to talk late into the night uh and it's just endless trash talking endless like uh circle uh of just self-justification villainization just super obnoxious particularly because they are the ones in power right now having done the thing um it's just like uh like it's one thing to like uh be like okay well we really need to uh like get people to turn on this person it's another thing to be like i just betrayed them (laughs) they suck uh (laughs) and it's it's but it's listen it's very interesting it's again it's like it's so classic big brother uh, it would be much more classic Big Brother if they actually said this to America's face um, instead of hiding away and being like, I'm not taking that level of disrespect as I sit in my corner and hide. Um, <laughs> but uh, Jag is like, the disrespect is all over the streets. Uh, it's, Again, uh, it's not Corey- disrespectful that you just put like lied to them and put them up on the block. That's not <laughs> disrespectful, Jag. Corey should have gotten America to talk if he wanted of course, to talk. Right. Of I course. can only take so much disrespect I'm not going to have a one-on-one with him. And Corey's like, eh, uh, uh, get her in a room if you want to talk. Or, hey, we could have talked right there. Why didn't he want to talk? Let's address it right now, bro. Why didn't he want to talk? He didn't even want to say anything. Uh, Yeah, he did. This (laughs) happened like a few hours ago, dude. You you told him no. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Delusion. Blue's like, um, guys, I really want to tell you, my morals tell me that you guys need to get to the final. 
she really like blue come on get it together i mean it's it's clear that she's i don't think ever seen the show like it's just do you, do you want to lose that she maybe she just wants to lose and her moral code is telling her that like you know what these people have been winning competitions so that means that they're better game players than me and they deserve to win the game like maybe that's what their competitions wins have like skewed her mind but it's just like it's frustrating yeah and like there there are people that are that are like uh like first of all pe- people that are like this is uh you're you're uh if you're like uh, upset about people trash talking you should watch old school big brother uh like first of all uh it was annoying in old school big brother too <laughs> people complained during old school big brother it's the whole point is that you get mad at the people who are doing this that's what had it has always been uh second in old school big brother they would actually get into fights right they wouldn't just hide away and complain uh they would actually get into confrontations with the other person uh that was old school big brother I know because I was there. How many of you were? I was. I was. <laughs> yeah, that would um, be nice, though, if there was, like, a nice house meeting, house fight. Like, get everything out on the table. Like, let's see. I would, I'd love to see how Chag actually interacted with people, like, calling him out in front of other people and, like, facts and, yeah, real disrespect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so yeah, listen, it's annoying. It's annoying now. It was annoying then, but it's also interesting. Uh, and I think it's, I think it really is like, um, you know, it it speaks so much on, uh, on how people with power who feel untouchable will act, uh, at the slightest bit of retaliation, um, and, uh, and how they will just dig down deep into this layer of justification uh, as they villainize their victims uh, and claim that they are they are the victim. They are only they only prematurely lashed out because it was them that was really the problem. And their reaction to being struck at is only proof that they were right in the first place. Uh, like uh, like th- this is our society. <laughs> A hundred percent. And like um, a lot of times people are like, why do you like reality TV? And I'm like, it's actually because of like these type of situations where you can see uh, like how human beings interact, like human behavior, what what happens in certain situations. Like it's very clear um, what she said about like how having this power has allowed them to <laughs> kind of have like a, a skewed reality as to how to, to deal with the people that they are wronging. Um, and so I, I also find it quite fascinating in the, the human like uh, psychology, uh, you know, like parts of it. So yeah, it is, it is really fascinating when I'm not looking at like competitions and how you're going to win this game and game strategy. Like this is the stuff that I find very interesting. Yeah. And it's, and it's always those people that go on the most about <laughs> we're the good people. Oh my, my God. Morals it, it say that happens. we deserve to be in the end. We're good guys. Matt is always talking about how he's such a good guy. Jag is always talking about how he's such a good guy. Um, how they are, they are the people and, and Jag also, they're also the people that when they were on the other side of it, they're bullies. Bullies. They're bullies. Um, it's <laughs> friendship. It's it speaks so much. It speaks so much. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, in- interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, this is again, this is part of what uh, I think is is so fascinating about the show. Um, so uh, so that's where things are. Um, you know, Corey in America on the block definitely seems like Corey is the one to go home. The real interesting stuff here uh, is. Will Blue really turn on Matt and Jag? Can Suri get her to turn? What will they do if they do manage to get power? Uh, because, of course, that's, you know, that's all we have to go on. Because if Matt and Jag win, then we already know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, maybe we're going to have a shakeup. Because like, what I really want, because there was a lot of conversations with um, Felicia and Suri just talking about you know, the game and maybe how things could potentially go and if they were to win power, what they would do. And I, I, I really want to see the two of them in their canary yellow dresses sitting side by side on finale night. And so I'm just like trying to put it out there that there's a path for this to be um, 
you know, like if, if they are able to get to the end of, as the final two, uh, it, it's going to be a very interesting end game. So that's kind of what I'm putting my mind into right now. It's like, let's get them there. All right. Well, that's what we have for you then here today. Of course, uh, there's going to be an episode tonight uh, and I'll be live watching it. Twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Uh, listen, we may need each other to get through tonight's episode because there's going to be two veto competitions. <laughs> um, but we'll also get some blindside stuff potentially. We're uh, honestly, it's a like a ninety-minute episode, oh, but no, it's yet. probably Sorry. still going to end on a cliffhanger. Um, mm -hmm. because I, I think they've been doing the cliffhangers because the veto ceremony happened yesterday. Uh, and so right. like trying to fit that, edit. To edit that into the episode by tonight. Uh, is tough. I think that's why they're doing cliffhangers. So we might still get a cliffhanger, even with uh, I, I think it was originally seventy-five minutes. I think they changed it to ninety minutes. I'm not sure. I don't really oh, care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the two-hour episode, right? Well, no, I think it's like an, an hour, hour and a half, half maybe. Episode, but uh, but like um, but yes. Yeah, so listen, we'll find out. Maybe it'll be a cliffhanger. Maybe it won't. Uh, either way, we should get some interesting stuff in terms of like the build-up for the blind side. I feel like. Um, I feel like the editors, I don't want to say the editors, the producers who instruct the editors, uh, like often will put more effort into the episodes when they feel like there's something dramatic that's going to happen. So given that we have this dramatic buildup for the blind side, I'm hoping that they put a little more effort into the episode, especially since they have more time to do so also. Um, but, uh, but we'll see. Could be interesting. Of course, we'll be, uh, live tonight as well to recap it all on the podcast. Uh, and I'll be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. There's still definitely options for this vote to flip. Um, Corey could change tactics or uh, or there could be more movement in the anti-Matt and Jag direction and they could just say, decide, screw it and just go for it. Uh, who knows? But um, we'll see. We'll, uh, and you'll find out tomorrow. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow there's also going to be a Survivor episode. I'll be watching that live. Uh, talking about 90 minutes. Um, and then uh, an eviction on Thursday. So tune in for it all. And of course, uh, if you haven't gotten tickets yet, make sure you uh, check out the uh, tickets for the live show in LA. There'll be lots of, uh, lots of Survivor players there. Lots of brother players there. Lots of podcasters there. We'll uh, be there! Including Chantel. Um, and myself, uh, and we're going to have a, a great time, uh, over in LA. So make sure you, um, uh, tune in for, or check those tickets out and, uh, and come and say hi to hey, us fun. in person where we have legs and stuff. <laughs> um, so, uh, check all that out. Chantal, what do you got going on? Um, you know, I'm just uh, hanging out on Instagram at Shan Friend Fran. Um, I've been trying to say my Twitter lately. So at Shan underscore 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 Fran, if you want to kind of interact with me on Twitter. And I have a YouTube channel, Reality Realness with three S's. Right now we're finishing up coverage on the Challenge USA season two. We've got one more episode there and, you know, probably a ton of other shows that I'm forgetting about right now that we're talking about. So just come hang out, ring the bell and, you know, interact with us live. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. <laughs> <laughs>